1: Yes, he is. Doug Oster, everybody, gardens.com, the Tribune Review. Get on the line. This I'm telling you, you can feel spring in the air, getting some warm weather, and uh, all of the signs are there. So if you have a gardening question for Doug, now is the perfect time to call because we have every single line available. But they will fill up quickly because people just need to know what he thinks, 866-391-1020, 866-391-1020. And if you're the 10th caller at 412-922-1020, you'll win an amazing $25 gift certificate from the good folks at Sork. So here he is, Doug Oster.
2: Good morning. I am Doug Oster from Everybody Gardens and the Tribune Review. And have you heard the birds singing? Stick your head out the window then. (laughs) Yeah, It started. The birds know. We don't know it yet. We're about a month away. Think of that a month away from putting our peas in the ground. Isn't that exciting? Pretty soon the crocus will be popping up. Uh, I've seen some snowdrops. Yesterday I was closing up the chickens at the end of the day and I heard some kind of weird noise up in the trees and it was two squirrels chasing each other. They're twitter So the birds are singing to. To get a mate and have some little babies, and the squirrels are running around. Uh, the days are getting longer. Pretty soon we could start fertilizing uh, some indoor plants. I usually don't start till about March first. Uh, the days just aren't long enough for the plants to use their uh, to use the nutrients. So pretty soon, it's it's this is the hardest time I think. So excited and uh, getting ready to go and. Hope you have your seeds ordered. All the nurseries have their seed racks out. Uh, I know uh, I was up at Sorgles. They've got three different companies, that, the racks up. And it's so much fun to go look through the seeds and pick something out. And uh, yesterday I was actually at uh, a friend's house uh, in McDonald, uh, Travis Shoup. And he runs a, a, little thing, a little thing on Facebook called Pittsburgh Gardeners, Homesteaders, and Farmers. Every once in a while I post in there. But we had the most wonderful time. He found these lights on Amazon. They're four foot long. He got enough of them to get like thirty two feet of lights. They're really bright, and it was only fifty dollars. They're LEDs. And he had them running on top of his tomatoes and his peppers. He always has them started. And I was I really wanted to see those, see what they were like. We just sat and talked seeds. I I brought a bunch of seeds over, extra seeds that I had, weird stuff that I wanted other people to try. And uh it's so wonderful to see a young family embrace gardening uh his little daughter uh jolene when she got up from her nap he asked her uh, what's your favorite thing to eat out of the garden she just says corn (laughs) she knows how to compost she's three years old she's starting seeds with them and everything it's just awesome just uh just great to see you know people getting ready to garden Uh, If you have a bunch of seeds like I do, and I've got a ton of seeds uh, that that have never been planted, I like to organize them into uh, three different categories. Uh, Outdoor, early outdoor sowing, late outdoor sowing, and indoor sowing. And so instead of having all the peppers in one thing or all the tomatoes in one thing, I'll have peppers and tomatoes together because they'll be something that I'll be starting Here, pepper pepper's probably, maybe for me, second week of March, third week of March. I don't like to get started too early with with seeds, but, you know, everybody does it a little bit different. Uh, If I had lights like that that I saw today, I'd probably have onions going and uh, impatience and begonias, anything like that with uh, little seeds. So let's talk gardening today. I can't wait to get started. It's nice to have the weather break again. Nine degrees, I had. And my flowering kale's still there, and that was planted in the fall, and so we've got color in the garden all winter long. That's a weird winter, Rob. A very weird winter. Very warm. Shop smart, you say? Oh, I got a whole a whole thing about Sharp's shop smart. Uh, I've been watching television and seeing all the plants that they're trying to hawk on TV. Some of them are good deals, but other ones I'm just I'm ranting about is is I, I just. I feel bad for gardeners, you know, do your homework. Don't just have somebody sell you something on the television saying, you know, cause they're just, they're showing you the big finished product, you know, they have to show you also how how they sell it, the little itty bitty one. But I've had tons of plants shipped to me from all sorts of companies that know how to do it. And it doesn't always work. And they want, you know, in my case, they want me to have their new plant, their new seeds, uh, and, and and plant it and and so that i can write about it but they don't always come the way they're supposed to come so i always say uh, when you're buying plants i want to see the plant you know that's why we go to all our local nurseries and you can certainly get a better deal at your local nursery than a lot of the stuff that i've been seeing on tv and i don't want you to get uh taken advantage of i in that vein, I've started this thing called a uh, monthly Facebook Live free masterclass. And the first one's going to be a week from Monday. It's about pruning. My friend Dick Till from Davy Tree will be there. We're just going to run the the video live. You can interact if you're on Facebook. Uh, it'll be a week from Monday at noon. You can ask questions while we're doing it. And i he's coming to my garden, so I told him that uh, we could go for eight hours and all the stuff that I need pruned, but we'll only go for about 20, 20 minutes, not 20 no, wait, hours. wait, 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 wait.
1: So the great Dick Till.
2: <laughs> he's going to come to my garden. To prune. Yeah, to prune my to, stuff. To
1: do a video with you.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's called a free live masterclass with Dick Till. And then next month, I'm going to go do a free- With uh, Steven Janowski. No, oh yeah, with Steven Janowski a free masterclass on seed starting- Hey, these guys, we have them as as resources. We've got a Dick Till. We've got Steven Janosky. Steven Janoski, all he does all day long is start seeds. Dick Till, he's, all, all his whole life he's dealt with trees. Not only will you be able to watch them live, not only are they free, but they will be uh, online at Everybody Gardens forever. So if you ever have a pruning question, you can just go and scroll through it and see what you what you need to know. Uh, that's what I'm trying to, to give people. I don't – I want you to – you shouldn't have to pay for all this stuff get get some free information from experts and uh, buy your plants locally where you can see them you got somebody right there you can ask a question for and and if you're going to buy something online be sure you're
1: getting a good deal on it and get all of this done so you can make plans to go to croatia
2: <laughs> <laughs> yep i announced it last week i'm taking people to croatia not till the summer of 2021 but we're going to be on this boat that holds 36 people. you got to book it a year in advance. So I have to have the trip booked by this June for a year from there, from a, a year in July we're going to go. And there's, all, there's travel insurance you need to know about that uh, I always get. You get the travel insurance because you're booking a year in advance. You don't know what could happen. You get all your money back, even if it's a day before the trip. I, I had somebody had knee surgery once, emergency knee surgery, and had to get out of the trip and – Got all their money back. So if you love to travel, if you'd like to travel with me, I've always wanted to see Croatia. It's a 12-day trip, 7-day Adriatic cruise. We're going to see all of Croatia and its islands, and it's going to be a lot of fun. You can see it on my Facebook page at DougOster.com, or just give me a call, 412-965-3278. we got to have that trip booked by this June, though.
1: It'll be here before you know it. I know it. All right, listen, we've got Steve in the North Hills, another call coming in, questions for Doug. So if you have a question, I highly urge you to start dialing now so we can definitely get you on the air. The hour will go by quickly, 866-391-1020. Congratulations to Cindy of Irwin, winner of that great gift certificate from the good folks at Sorgles. You know, I had a bit of an idea, Mr. Oster, because you're such the expert, as is Dick Till. You know, you're going to be talking about pruning. So, why don't we kind of get people ready for this wonderful live Facebook event that's happening a week from Monday at noon? So, if you have a pruning question, we're going to kind of bump you to the front of the line right now. So, call us if you have a pruning question at 866 391 1020. And that live Facebook that you can actually interact with will be on Monday. February 24th at noon. So if you have a tree-related question, a pruning question, this would be a great time for you to call in. All of our lines are open. We'll bump you to the front of the line. We'll get you on the air right away with Doug, 866-391-1020. Let's just talk about Davy Tree for just a moment and why you have such, as I do, respect for what they do.
2: Well, I've been using them since I lived right next to their... uh... Main office in Kent, Ohio. Uh, before I had a radio show, before I had a, a column in Pittsburgh, and you know, would you have somebody come to your house to work on your trees? You need an expert. You need somebody who knows what they're doing. You need a certified arborist. You can't. It's just not, not some guy in a pickup truck with a chainsaw. You need an expert. You know, I see so many times. I see. You know, we talk a lot about it when we, Davey guys, are on here, but you know, people be up uh pruning an oak tree while it's in active growth, that's the, the wrong thing to do. That's how that tree is going to get oak wilt. Uh, so you've got to have an expert. And, you know, it's reasonable. And I, those guys have to come to my house once a year because once a year some tree in my forest is, is falling where it's not supposed to fall.
1: And and make sure if that person's wearing a hockey mask that comes by with a chainsaw in yeah, a truck, the, definitely the, the, don't, right.
2: just, <laughs> Yeah, don't don't book them. Keep yeah, moving. Yeah, just. Oh, Davey,
1: is pruning that really hard for the average person to do? Yeah, Even it is. As,
2: it is because it's a combination of uh, science and art, and uh, it it you know you got to know what plant that you want to prune. You know, you don't want to prune most spring bloomers. You do not want to prune because you're going to take off the flowers. You know, the buds are already on there, a dogwood, a rhododendron, azalea. The buds are sitting there waiting to to bloom. And so if you were to prune that thing, uh, hydrange is another good example, you're taking off your flowers. And so you got to know what kind of plant to prune. you got to know basically some just basic pruning tips. And that's why I always recommend that you, you you know, Sorgos has a, a yearly pruning class uh, at their place. And... And now we'll have this video where you watch the guy do the pruning. You can ask him a question live or just later you can even ask the questions. Uh, it, just to see somebody do it uh, will make it easier.
1: And, again, that's Monday, February 24th. How can they engage in that Facebook you just post?
2: go to the Everybody Gardens Facebook page. And, if, again, if you don't have Facebook, it'll be online afterwards. But it's just the Facebook thing. You're going to see it live. You're going to be able to ask questions right away like, like why are you cutting that branch? Like why 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 do you why do you select that
1: one? Are you going to do a various trees too? Oh yeah, all I'm right.
2: going to get all my trees done.
1: <laughs> all right, smart man. You know I should have hired you as an agent. Let's go to Rick in Forest Hills. Rick, how you doing, buddy? Good morning.
3: Hey, good morning, fellas. I question: Is it too late in the year to uh, to prune back uh, an evergreen? Uh, it's, I'm blanking on the name. It's a Japanese pencil, something or other.
2: Well, uh, usually with pines, we want though that type of plant, often we want to prune that while it's in active growth. Uh, so in that case, you might want to wait a little bit. Most th- most plants are are pruned in their dormant stage. Uh, but many times with with evergreens and and pines and hemlocks and that sort of thing, we get to those when they're in active growth. And you got to be careful though you, you, you know you never want you got to be careful with with that plant. That you're gonna you keep you don't want to top it you don't want to take the top off that's never a good idea so tell me a little bit about why you want to prune it well that you you
3: you hit you hit the heart of the issue there that there for the location that they're in they're overgrowing uh, in terms of height there if you know the plant I'm speaking of they're they're slender plant and right. they grow tall uh, unfortunately uh, they're uh, like a hedgerow and there's an uneven to the growth so some are taller than others and uh, I think it would be a look if they were uh, the same height so short of stimulating the, uh, the slower growers uh, I thought about maybe taking a little bit off the tops of the uh,
2: faster ones yeah the, if you if you take that what we call the central leader off it's going to completely change the way the plant looks and then it's it's going to send Runners or uh, not runners, I'm I'm trying to think of the word, but it's going to split and it's going to still try to reach its genetic height, and so I think you I think you'd be better off to give the s- smaller ones a boost and get them caught up in in like two seasons. Uh, How uh, what do you recommend for uh, uh, Hollytone would be right perfect there. for that. Hollytone is a great, okay. great, yeah, right. uh, proven, wonderful organic. Uh, fertilizer for this for the slower ones and if, if you're gonna do that talk talk to somebody who's a who's a pruning expert get a like a davy tree those guys will come out for free and get a get a quote and see what they they say I've, I've rarely if ever seen a situation where it was a oh, the right thing to do was to top a tree because as i said it's, it's going to send a sprout around around that cut, and it's just going to change the entire way that the tree looks, and it's just not going to be a, a, a good choice for you.
3: Well, I agree. That's why I called you measure twice cut once. So
2: Yeah, there you go. Uh, you're,
3: you're my...
1: All right. Good Thank luck with so that. Much. Thank you. All right. Listen, we've got Cindy, Tom, Nancy. Phone's filling up. You have a question for Doug, 866-391-1020. Let's see if we can take care of Cindy before the break. Hey, Cindy, what's your question
4: for Doug? Good morning. Hi, Doug. How are you? How's everybody today? I'm doing good. How um, are you doing? Real, real good, real good. Enjoy your show. Thank you. And um, I just wanted to ask you, we have a what's called like a clump white birch tree. Mm-hmm. It has the three mm-hmm. stumps going up, and I keep getting, I guess for lack of better words, like suckers all through the through them. That I don't know why they're there. I mean, they're not main branches. They're just like these little tiny uh-huh. things. But there's a ton of them. Not like five or ten. There's like a hundred. And every year you start to cut them off, whatever, and they just keep coming back. Is that normal with that yeah, type that's, of Yeah,
2: that's that's just that's kind of what they do. And you got to keep after them. That that's the trick. Is uh, you know, whenever we talk about pruning in general, we don't never want to take more than one third of the growth off a, a tree. And so just keep after it. You know, uh, again, take a couple cuts, step back, take a couple cuts, step back. You don't want to just strip the whole thing and then it's going to look bare so take care of that as you can while it's in the in its dormant state and like i said that's just part of what that type of tree does
1: all right baked fried and all sorts of great ways. Barbecue, chicken. We're talking chicken coming up next hour on the Coons uh, Cooking Hour with uh, Joe and Frank Dentisi, and then Heffron and Germany and You, and then we wrap up our long day today with two of the best hours anywhere when you want to know everything that's happening on the local sports scene. It is the Coons Market Black and Gold Sunday Show beginning at 11 a.m. Greg Dallas, Ted Arno, and me right here on KDK Radio. Boris Shiloff, two minutes away with your news at the bottom of the hour. Good morning. All right, because of Doug's Facebook Live with Dick Till coming up on Monday, February 24th, he from Davy Tree, they're going to be doing a master class on pruning. Uh, we were talking pruning, so if you have a pruning question, tree question, you can call us or anything. been a very brisk first half hour. We do have just a few lines available, 866-391-1020. If you're the 10th caller right now at 412-922-1020, you win a $25 gift certificate for the good folks that are Janoski's out there on Route 30, Clinton, Pennsylvania. Doug,
2: and if you don't want to wait for that Facebook Live, you could actually go to Sorgles today at one o'clock for their pruning demo. Now, there's an expert for pruning, also. You know, thousands and thousands of trees they have to prune every year. You want to learn how to prune? Go to Sorgles today at one.
1: How do they do that all? I mean, that's just a it makes me tired just thinking of it. You know what I'm saying? Because they
2: actually have to work for a living, not like you and I.
1: That's exactly right. <laughs> 866-391-1020. No calluses on these hands. 866-391-1020. Maybe not on yours. Mm-hmm. I work in the garden. Mm-hmm. Tom. <laughs> no, you have Dick Till Dick come Till out. Dick Till and do all
2: my trees. Just another couple days,
1: Dick. We'll that's be it. done. Hey, Stephen Janowski, why don't you do some of that planning out here at my place? Let's go to Tom in the North Hills. Tom, how you doing? Good morning, Hey, Tom. Buddy.
4: Okay, um, I have a smoke bush, and I'd say it's maybe between 15 and 20 years old, and I prune it every year. Okay, And I usually prune it like in the spring, although this year it was so nice that I think it was in December, and I just decided to prune it then. But every year it grows these long spikes all over the tree like one individual branch, and it goes just straight up into the air. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, if I, am I pruning it incorrectly that causes that, or is that just normal for a smoke bush?
2: I'd probably have to see it to know exactly, <clears throat> to, to see the cut. But if you're making the cut where it's, a you know, a quarter inch from from the, the main trunk or the main branch, that that's how to do it. If you're cutting way out and it's splitting and sending up a water... Yeah, sp- I'm
4: not, it's, it's like... Where there's thicker ones, and then they these little things shoot off into the air straight up, and that's
2: right. That's probably, probably where where you're cutting, it's just invigorating the plant to do its thing. You know, right. as long as you can remove that long branch right. and make that smoke bush look the way you want it to look, I think you'll be okay.
4: Yeah. I was going to mention another thing about a smoke bush. Uh-huh. I don't know if, I'm sure you've been to Northland Library. Yes, but if you go up the Stairs on the downside there's a smoke bush in fact that's the one that inspired me to buy a smoke bush hmm. but right underneath the smoke bush they have a sign that says no smoking <laughs> so i thought that was kind of funny that is
2: pretty good <laughs> and so you just you saw that going to the library and that inspired you to buy one for your own property
4: right oh that's cool Actually, i got one it was just a stick and uh I got it for like five bucks. It was in the fall; they were kind of discounting them, and now it's a really big smoke bush. I can sit underneath it, awesome, read, and you know, shade.
2: You're not smoking under
1: it, are you? No,
4: no, no
2: no smoking around the smoke bush.
4: Only, only cheap yellow
5: beer.
2: All right, sounds good. Thanks, buddy. (laughs)
1: Let's go to Nancy South Park up for Doug Oster. Hey, Nancy. Good morning.
5: Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing terrific, Ethan springs in the air I think. I, I heard all the birds singing. I think so too. Quick question not it's not pruning, it's about lavender. Mm-hmm. I went to a lavender farm in North Carolina and I've been hooked on lavender ever since. The problem is I can't grow it. Every time I get it in the ground, yeah. it seems to thrive for about a month and then it just dies, I mean, and dies quickly.
2: Okay, so when are you usually planting your lavender?
5: In the the spring, we're
2: talking about, or
5: oh no, usually around later, like towards Memorial Day.
2: Okay, okay. Uh, So one thing that lavender needs for sure is is great drainage and full sun. Do you have those two things?
5: I have the full sun. I'll have drainage is pretty good. Definitely full sun.
2: Okay, Uh, I would when I. One thing about lavender is you, you should be able to get it through at least that first year, okay? So so mm. some, something's not quite right there. And so mm-hmm. my thing would be to, to improve that soil by digging in compost. You know, plant your lavender when we got, you know, cloudy conditions for a couple of days, maybe some spring rains for a couple of days. Let it get established, and that should get you through all the way to fall. If you're lucky... That lavender, if you're getting a hardy variety, should come back year after year. But that's where we see the problem a lot of times, especially when there's not drainage. They don't; they'll make it a few years, and then the next spring they don't make it. So my my thing for you would be when you plant this year, uh, I would plant earlier than that. I would plant. For a hardy variety, like in April, when things are cool, let it catch on. Improve that soil with compost, and, I, and that'll give you the drainage you need. And as long as, it, as long as it's in full sun, you should get the flowers that you want.
5: Oh, that's great. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate it. Thank you.
1: All right, we have some lines available. If you'd like to talk to Doug, 866 391 Congratulations to Debbie of Pittsburgh of that $25 gift certificate to Janoski's.
2: I'm going to Croatia next uh, next year, 2021. I have to have it booked by June. If you'd like to come with me on a boat that holds 36 people, that's all we're taking. Uh, just take a look at the trip. It's on my Facebook page or duggoster.com. Or you can just give me a call if you don't have Internet access, and I'll, I'll point you in the right direction and tell you all about the, uh, about the trip. Uh, my number is 412-965-3278. And I've been traveling all over the world with people. It's been a lot of fun. You know, we get this, you know, a real guide who picks us up at the airport and then at the end of the trip sends us off to fly back to Pittsburgh. Uh, I've got a lot of friends over the years through these trips. You know, we started in London probably 10 years ago, maybe longer, but been all over. It's been a lot of fun.
1: It has, I'm sure. I, I enjoy it. Hey, listen, you knew you always end up by talking about rain, cold, sunny, hot, enjoy everyday gardening. Is there a day that you don't think gardening? Hmm. Uh, other than fishing, maybe.
2: Yeah, I guess when I'm out on the boat, I. But even but when, even you're when on on I'm boat. out there, I'm thinking, okay, what am I gonna do? Like I'm, trying thinking today, what am I gonna shoot for a video tomorrow? You get to the, get to this part of February, you know, I've, I've done all the indoor stuff, uh, amaryllis, paper whites, divide plants, uh, take cuttings. Uh, so I got to come up with something. I'll figure it out today. I'll figure out something to do. But I, I a couple weeks away from when everything gets going. You know, we were talking off the air a little bit about just filling up all the social media we do nowadays. You know that gets, that gets hard too. And as soon as things sprout, I've got lots of things that I can take pictures of. The one thing I love about the social media is is the Instagram platform because it's all photo based and I love shooting photos and I love getting them out there. I got a picture of my Valentine's slash President's Day Cactus. <laughs> it's, my Christmas cactus is blooming right now, so I call it the Valentine President's Day cactus and tomorrow i have got a story uh for president's day that's going to be at everybody gardens about this book i love i was a judge for the american horticulture society and it's called all the president's gardens this is a cool book it's more than a history book but it just goes through all the different gardens i mean there's pictures of during uh woodrow wilson's administration of sheep on the white house lawn it's awesome so uh, that's going to be in tomorrow's everybody gardens uh, post.
1: You know, some of those early presidents and people that made this country move, you forget how important that tobacco crop, many of them made a lot of money growing that tobacco crop.
2: Oh, definitely. And, you know, we have a long history of presidents (laughs) gardening with, you know, you go look at Monticello. uh, You ever been there? Mount Yeah, Monticello was on my bucket list for a long time. And I got to Meet the head gardener there and interview him. This is definitely 15 years ago, maybe longer. Uh, I know since then he's he's retired recently. I love Monticello. And then, you know, you can get those historic seeds from Monticello. Actually, if you go to the Pittsburgh Botanic Garden website, they've got a great trip coming up in April where they're going to go down to Monticello. They're going to see the Lewis Ginter Botanical Garden, which is in Richmond. I know that garden really well. That is a cool garden. Then they're going to this place called Brent and Becky's Bulbs. It is the, the, the my number one bulb source, but I've been there when in April when things are blooming. He's got like three four acres of just all the bulbs that he's bred over the years. Uh, it, look at that! Look at that Pittsburgh Botanic Garden website. That is a cool trip. I wish I could go.
1: We shall be back. Lots of calls for Doug. Stay with us. Yes, let's go out to Shakura and say hi to uh, Jim. Jim, how you doing? Welcome to KDK Radio. Pretty
4: good. Pretty good, Rob. Uh, Nice show this morning. The reason I'm calling in, good morning, Doug. I'm wondering, I bought some tomatoes at our local Walmart here in Butler, and when we sliced the big one up, uh, the seeds were all sprouted. We had, looked like bamboo shoots, but they were tomato shoots. And are tomatoes genetically modified
2: now? No, that's and what's with, a... No, what's happened there is that that tomato is so old that it has started to ferment on the inside, and and taking there's a gelatinous coating on tomato seeds that stop them from sprouting inside. And so wherever that tomato came from, it's been around for a long time. And every once in a while, I hear about this. It, it's it's it, it happens, uh, but. They should replace that produce for you. It, it's just old. That's that's what's happened there. Like when we save our tomato seeds at the end of the season, one of the things uh, that we do is put them in water and, and, and let them sit there for a couple of days. They ferment to get that gelatinous coating off. So uh, it's just telling you that's a very old tomato. That's all it's telling you, and you should not eat it.
4: Okay, well, thank you very much. And Thanks. one other little question I had. All right. I, I have a wood burner, so I put a lot of wood ash on my garden, and I've got it way over sweetened, I guess. What what should I put on to get it back to more normal?
2: Okay, well, for, first of all, I always recommend that with wood ash, you just add it to a compost pile in just a little bit. You don't put it directly on the soil. And then go get the uh, Pennsylvania uh, – I'm trying to think. What am I thinking? A Penn State Cooperative Extension soil test—it's only nine dollars—and then that'll tell you exactly what the pH is, and they will give you the recommendation on what to put in there and how much to put in there, which is the most important thing to get it back to pH neutral. All right, time for Mrs. Know It All—that's Denise Schreiber. She is our favorite horticulturist. How are you this morning, Denise? I'm
0: good. I'm just wishing for more sun. I, I need sun. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but, I mean, it's better than nine degrees, right?
0: Uh, Yeah, it really is. So speaking of soil tests, you know, we're all itching to get outside and, you know, dig in the dirt. And, you know, I was like that yesterday, except it was so cold my fingers would have frozen. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, it's just like it's spring. It's time. But what people can do is, like, especially for, like, their vegetable gardens, you could actually go out and do a soil test now So uh, get the one from Penn State. It is the most accurate one you're going to be able to get, Uh, not those kits you buy that have been sitting in a warehouse. And what you want to do is follow the directions for them and send it off now so you know when the soil is actually workable and the soil is warmer, what you need to do. This way you're kind of ahead of the game of everybody that's going to be sending in uh, their questions you know in another month or so you can actually go out and do that now
2: yeah it's a good time to do it because you can get your tests sent in there's nobody at the uh i mean there's nobody like us there's no regular people th- putting their test in the lab has plenty of time they'll turn it right around for you we have time for another caller
1: we do let's go to joe in Irwin. hey joe, hey, last, joe. last call of the day go ahead joe
2: what's up bud oh.
6: Uh, going to They're getting ready for spring like everyone else. Mm-hmm. I bought at the end of last season, I bought four Alberta spruce, dwarf tr- uh, spruces. Right. Put her on air conditioner. I didn't put them in yet because I couldn't get the old lilacs out yet. So that's my first plan for the year. But they have a small burn mark. They're lots full of them. They each have a b- uh, burn mark on the side where like the green is gone. And I just want to know, is there any way to get that back? And since I'm covering, like, a, the spot around the air conditioner, is it best to put that spot toward the air conditioner where it won't get any sunlight or spin it around? I don't know. You'll, you, you won't see it if you put it by the air conditioner.
2: That's the, that, that's that's what I would recommend. Put it – anytime you have dead wood that has to be removed, hopefully when you remove it, it will send out sprouts. But I would put those burnt spots towards the air conditioner uh, because you don't know if they're going to come back. And,
6: wor- and And I didn't know. Whether I should completely cut them off or just trim them back a little bit. It's dead wood, but I don't want to make it look too bare. I know.
2: De- I know. Dead's dead. It's got to be removed. So you take okay. it back to where if it bends, it's alive. If it breaks, it's dead.
6: Okay. All right. All right. Well, that's, that cleared it up. Yeah. And what I don't see won't hurt me, I guess, maybe.
2: There you go. That's a good way to look at it. That's the way I always look at things in the garden. Always trying to look... It's something pretty if when the daffodils are done and they look so awful as the greens uh, degrade, I just look over at the tulips because they're <laughs> they're blooming. Get your seeds ordered, get ready to go, go out and listen to the birds, sing. Uh, it's amazing to hear the the calls. Uh, these are calls you'll only hear this time of the year. It's the mating calls, and uh, the cardinal might be the, the most familiar to you. Go ahead, Rob, do the cardinal call real quick. Hello. <laughs> That's exactly what it says. Hello. Come
1: on over to my nest. It's me. Still waiting. (laughs) Call me back. That's the cardinal call, huh? Call me back. Okay.
2: Ready to wind it up?
1: It's me again. Call back. Go ahead.
2: Whether it's raining, cold, sunny, or hot, enjoy
1: every day in the garden. Yeah, I know you're busy. Call me back.